welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I am Ben Slowey, and I am joined today by a songwriter and musician who plays in several projects right now. Um, among them are uh, Lucky Goat, uh, Velveteers, Buenaventura, San, and she plays with Will Rose. And uh, I'm excited to talk to her a little bit about her passions, artistry, and why she does what she does. Thank you very much, Tori Yoakum, for joining me today. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Excited to have you. Yeah, I've been uh, having... How are you? How's your day going? It's going pretty good. I have the morning off uh, before I teach later. So yeah, that's always good. What? How have you been spending your morning off? Um, actually, just preparing for this interview. <laughs> Um, a little bit of that and um, just really chilling, resting my brain. <laughs> well, we're uh, we're chilling here, you know, it's um, no pressure at all. We're just hanging out. Um, and uh, yeah, I know you've got several projects that uh, none of which I like. I've had Melissa from San on the show. Shout out to Melissa. Yeah. But I'm like, I haven't been familiar with all this stuff you've been going you've been up to so i'm excited to uh talk about all that yeah um so yeah what we talked about on mr nice guy we talked love and fear passion and creativity and so yeah we um we met each other through the music scene tori um weren't you playing with paper howland for a little bit i was yep back when music playing music and shows was a thing <laughs> Yeah, I, I got to sub in that band. Um, uh, Mark Incheski is a pretty good friend of mine, and he was busy with a couple other projects like Abby Jean and some things. So he was like, do you want to play bass for a little bit? And, and a couple of the shows I can't make. And I was like, absolutely. So that was a great opportunity. And I love everyone in that band. Me too. Shout out to Paper Holland. Um, I love Joe. I love Andy. I yeah. love all those guys for sure. Um, total sweethearts. Um, yeah, so that was how I first got wind of you. Um, let's take it back a little bit. So, Tori, are you uh, originally from Milwaukee? I am, yeah. I was uh, born in Milwaukee. Um, I was adopted when I was a baby, um, right out of Milwaukee, and my parents are from here, um, and they're also musicians, so it's kind of cool. I think music runs in the family a little bit. Right. Um, yeah, well, that being said, uh, I'd, I would love to hear a little bit about uh, the music that you grew up listening to and uh, yeah, just the role it played in your life as a kid. Yeah, so um, music was introduced at a young age because both my parents sang um, and my dad played guitar. And when I was really little, about like six, five, six, seven, uh, my parents owned a coffee shop and they owned it in West Dallas and it was called Fairgrounds Espresso and there was live music every single night um every single day for lunchtime there would be like usually a solo artist and at night there'd be open mic karaoke jazz bands rock bands literally whatever so when i was a kid i would just like go and see all these people on stage and me and my brother were like so excited we would sign up to perform but we didn't actually play or sing so my dad was like oh they kind of like music let me teach them um so i actually have uh three other brothers and sisters and my dad taught all of us and we started a family band when I was a kid. 
and we also had a kids band. Um, so we had opportunities to play on the like local TV radios or TV station, you know, those ones that uh, no one really watched. So we got to do that when I was a kid as well as play at like our elementary schools and middle schools. And I think uh, it was such a fun thing. And I think that's how I really fell in love with music. Um, when I was seven, my mom was watching Oprah and saw Alicia Keys perform. And she's like, oh, Tori should take piano lessons. So she signed me up for piano. And unfortunately, I didn't practice. So my mom's like, ah, eh, maybe she doesn't like it. Um, turns out I did like music and I like piano. So I started going from there. Um, in fourth grade, I started on stand-up bass, which was really cool. And then I started on percussion as well. And then later I switched from the stand-up to electric. And uh, I don't know, I just loved music so much. I started learning other instruments and obviously growing with a musical family, I just started picking up other instruments and just going from there. Yeah, so uh, you've picked up a lot of different uh, sides of uh, the musical experience. I think so, yeah. And uh, like you said, with the songwriting, I think I really fell in love with songwriting when I was 10. And I started playing chords and the piano and I realized I could create my own music and literally write whatever I wanted. So I started with a notebook. The original stuff when I was 10 is really bad, but it, it, it got me to where I am today. And I actually am going to school for songwriting. So yeah, I want oh, to- yeah, Berkeley, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah. I've, I've known a couple of uh, folks that have taken classes at Berkeley and uh, love it it's i've heard it's like actually very like you know it's it's your money's worth for sure yeah <laughs> it's awesome um cool uh so outside of your family like uh what was your first like band like uh, uh outside of school oh um I'm trying to think because I went to MATC for like three years right out of high school and I think that's where I got um, immersed in the Milwaukee music culture because before that I feel like I was sheltered from it. I didn't really know Milwaukee bands. Um, so it started off, I went to school with like Generatus, Michael Sodnik, Ben Bruns, you know, my all those guys. <laughs> yeah, so they were like, hey, do you want to play bass this weekend at Bremen or do you want to play here? And I was like, sure. And um, that's kind of how I became immersed in it. But I, I'm a really busy person, so it's really hard for me to commit to bands. Um, so I had a side project with Ben Bruns, John Auger, and um, I think it was Michael Sodnik at the time, and we would we would do a couple of gigs here and there. I think we did a gig at Whitewater one time, and we started playing at Mayfair Mall. <laughs> oh. Yeah, back yeah. when they had music and we could play. Um, so I think that's kind of like the first side band that wasn't my family um, that I that I was immense or um, that I was in. I'm trying to think. Um, the first band I created was Velveteers. And we've been doing that for a couple of years. And that um, that consists of myself, Melissa Symes, um, Ransom Nyhart, and then our singer, Maddie Artis. Um, our singer, Maddie, was very busy with school for a little bit. So we would bring in um, some other singers like Andy or Shell um, or my friend Haley Hubert. And that was pretty cool because we got to have a different singer every other week. And it was a a very good experience and we were keeping a consistent gig at angelo's piano lounge oh yeah uh, yeah i still haven't been to that place but i've heard it's a it's an intimate time 
Absolutely. Yeah, it's on the smaller side, but I feel like when you're there, it's almost like you're in a musical because on like the weekends, people, a bunch of people come in and everyone's just singing Elton John or like <laughs> different things at the top of their lungs. So, yeah. Oh, um, cool. So, yeah, uh, I'd love to hear a little bit more about like Velveteers and like just the kind of uh, like what kind of music you guys play and just like, um, you know, what you guys are working on, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So with the Velveteers, I think it actually, it started with me and my friend Maddie, cause we both work together. Um, and she was just like, Hey, I'm doing a, I think it's Friday night live, you know, in Waukesha when they, oh, yeah. yeah. She was like, I'm doing a gig out there. Can you play with me? I was like, absolutely. And she's like, do you know any drummers? I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I asked my friend Ransom if he wanted to play. Um, so that was the start of it. And then we brought in Melissa because I also work with her and I've known her for a long time. Um, so for that project, we mostly do covers and we do a lot, a lot of covers. Um, what's cool about it is we all sing. Um, so we'll all take turns singing or adding in harmonies. Um, and I think from that stemmed a couple of our side projects. Um, so. I think before Velveteers, obviously San was doing her stuff and because she met me in Ransom, she's like, oh, do you guys want to play? Do you want to play with me as well? So we're like, absolutely. So I think um, that started that. Also, uh, Ransom, the drummer, started his own project called Rust Bucket Rye, which is very cool, um, along with Victor Brusabardis and Jacqueline Dean. Um, and then from that, I started Lucky Goat and I'd have um, Lucretia Nyhart, I have Daniela Brusabardis, and I have Haley Hubert in that project, and that's fairly new, something that we just um, started recently once everything shut down. So, yeah. Oh, um, what kind of covers do you guys do? Like, what are some covers that uh, are some like mainstays that you've done with Velveteers? Um, we really like to bring in a lot of the older stuff. So we'll do stuff like Summertime or Sunny. Um, and then we like to take songs like Crazy and just like do like real jam stuff. Um, I think that's the funnest thing about that band is all of us have played music for a really long time. And I feel like we've known each other long enough that we can just follow the vibe you know it doesn't have to be like yeah we're gonna end right here and we're gonna start right here and uh solo right there no it's like we literally just go and have a great time and maddie's such a great singer that she can just sing over and and kind of direct so um those are a couple uh one of our favorites to do is shania twain that don't impress me much um there's a band that i think they won a grammy this year heim they kind of just come oh, out sure. yeah they do a version of that song that we kind of follow and it's so much fun. So yeah, those are a couple of our favorites um, that we do. I'm just badass. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Uh, sounds like a good time. It sounds like it's a lot of, it sounds like, you know, you're, you guys are all like, you know, friends, like both within the music and outside of it. And yeah. that just makes it a, a ball of a time. Absolutely. And Ransom is a very nice guy. I actually, I didn't know who he was until about a little over a year ago now. Um, I had Mr. Nice Guy Presents uh, at Company Brewing. I, I just started doing like monthly shows there. And he came. And at the end of the set, he was like, dude, uh, I don't think like you know who I am, but like uh, I'm Ransom. 
and uh like i'm friends with like melissa and Tori and all them and uh really love what you're doing here yeah i'm like my guy yeah. <laughs> it was so nice to meet him yeah yeah absolutely yeah i'm happy he's doing some of his he does his original music in rust bucket rye as well as some covers so i think obviously everything shut down and that's kind of when he started his stuff um hopefully once things get a little bit back to normal like all of us can resume our projects and go crazy oh, with yeah. the music we've written during quarantine and stuff <laughs> it's an effective use of like you know all the time we have to just you know be so isolated i mean a lot of people are working on a lot of stuff right now uh, yep. it's kept us at breaking and entering busy so uh yeah. let me know when you drop for sure absolutely so tell me more about lucky goat and the kind of like the the vibe the style just like yeah how the project like came to be that sort of thing Sure. So um, Ransom sister, Lucretia Nyhart, I've known for a very, very long time. And she's one of those souls who like to move around a lot. Um, she lived in Alaska. I went out and visited her and I got to like show her some of my original music and we kind of just developed a little bit of it. And then she moved to Colorado. Same thing happened there. Um, and then she came back and I was like, listen, we have to start a band. We just got to. Um, and our really good friend, Daniela Brusabardis, she plays violin. She was singing one time and we we're both like, you have a really, really good voice. Like, I don't know if you know this. And she's like, no, I don't, I don't think I do. And we're like, you have it, you've got it. Um, she's very musical, comes from a musical family. I'm sure you've heard of the Brusabardises with um, Ernie and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, her and Lucretia one time, we were somewhere, I don't know what they were doing. They started singing and they wrote a song on the spot. And I'm one of those people who really like to audio record in the moment because sometimes you can't get it back. And it was so good that I showed them and they're like, oh my gosh, we never would have remembered this unless you would have audio recorded it. Um, so we're like, yeah, we have to do something. Um, and then I have a friend named Haley Hubert um, that I went to high school with. And we were like, you have to come in this band too. I think just having four females who can all sing and who are all very musical would be a, a, a good thing in Milwaukee. And I think a thing that we all need. Um, so we started Lucky Goat. Um, the way the name came about is an interesting one. Uh, my brother said, you guys should go on this website and put in all your names and do like a generator. So we got the name Lucky Professional. And we're like, that just doesn't, it doesn't vibe. It doesn't sound right. Um, so we were talking and Lucretia was talking about how something sounded like a goat. And we're like, Lucky Goat. And then we're like, yeah, that works. Lucky goat works. So <laughs> and the name. Um, so what we're working on now is we just did one show at Angelo's uh, about a month ago. And we've got one coming up on uh, April 1st, April 2nd. It's the thurs first Thursday in April. Um, and we've been practicing covers, but we've also been writing. And that's going to be our main focus for this band is getting our um, are writing out there so we can really um release some music so we've got a couple songs we've written and we've got a writing session coming up pretty soon where we'll be writing more um after that we're going to be recording and releasing so we're really excited uh for this summer to get stuff out very exciting uh looking yeah. forward to it are you guys like making like writing pop music sort of thing 
Um, we all have such different styles. I feel like we kind of go more to like R and B with a mix of rock, not sure. necessarily pop. And then we also kind of all have a little bit of folk in us. <laughs> so I think it's going to be a, kind of a mix of a bunch of different things. Good way to be. That's a yeah. great way to be. Um, dope. Well, that's exciting. Um, yeah. Tell me about Buenaventura. Oh, that's a really fun one. So um, when I was at MATC, I met uh, my friend Luis um, Trinidad. I don't know if you've he played saxophone. He's played in quite a couple of bands around. Um, he approached me and my friend Dan Hamilton, um, who I also went to school with, also has a project and was like, hey, I want to start this like Latin jazz band. Are you, are you guys interested? And I was like, absolutely um me and my dad when i was younger we had a little bit of a latin jazz duo um so it's kind of like something i really enjoy style wise um and the three of us started playing and we started well, most of the gigs we do are very private so it's like at country clubs or like on yachts and different things like that but it's so much fun um luis is very talented on the saxophone um and it's just been great for a little bit, just me and him were doing a duo. So I had like loop pedal and that kind of stuff and um, trying to adjust to that, but it was so much fun. Just like Latin jazz. So, yeah. What are you guys working on? You know what, since everything has um, kind of shut down, it's we haven't done much recently. I'm thinking we're gonna start some more stuff up soon as things start to open up and uh, where people get vaccinated. But for now, it's just gonna, you know, just be a slow go. I feel that, and that's totally understandable as well. Yeah. Um, it sounds like uh, music is a very like collaborative process for you. Like it's um, it's very much about like the familial energy uh, that you get immersed in, like with every time you play. Yeah, absolutely. Because you play with your friends, but you also play with your family. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. I just love music so much. <laughs> if I could make that my my number one and the only thing I ever do in life, I think that's that's the main goal. Oh, ain't that the truth? I mean, not me. I, I don't play anything, but I sure love to write about it. That's um, awesome. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a sense of community. It's not only like you know, consuming the art um and like the sounds and the textures i mean that's a big part of it in it in of itself but also just yeah like i miss i just really miss the sense of community you get from the local scene and uh we're gonna build something really cool uh once uh once shows are back you know yep absolutely oh yeah and then uh you uh you're still playing with will rose yeah, uh, Will Rose, we were doing some really good stuff right before everything shut down as well. Excuse me. Um, so I know we had a couple um, music videos we had done literally at the start of the year. I remember there was a snowstorm. We had just shot a music video and it was like tough driving home. Um, and then literally a couple months later, everything shut down. Um, we had booked a, a gig at a radio station. So we were going to do that. And that also got canceled. Um, so still playing with Will Rose, obviously, again, another break until things um, get a little bit better. Um, but I'm really excited for the stuff that he had put out and the stuff he's going to put out. He's got some great, great stuff going on. For sure. Cool. Um, dope. Uh, in terms of like, so when you said um, 
Lucky Goat. So it's you and uh, three other art musicians. Um, so are you all like kind of each writing like like uh, is it is it similar to Velveteers where like are you guys all going to be singing? Yeah, um, we're all going to be singing. I feel like when we write, we try to write together. Um, but since all of us kind of have our own side creative minds, we if we have a song that we're like, hey, we all should sing this. Let's adjust it. Let's change it. Let's adapt it to us and our sound, um, then we'll do that. But I, I think we all kind of, um, we try to write together just to, so it's not just like, oh, this is my style, I'll, I'll give it to you, you know what I mean? So, but we all do sing. Um, right now I'm playing guitar for that one. Um, Lucretia also plays guitar a little bit. Um, Daniela, who plays a little bit of violin, but she's been picking up the bass, which has been awesome. And Haley is just a powerhouse singer. So we all kind of do our thing. So, so everyone gets a little bit of uh, a little piece of everything. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Awesome. Um, uh, so when you write lyrics, like, uh, do you feel like they come from like, do you feel like your lyrics tend to come from a specific place? Um, kind of, kind of not. Lyrics are actually um, the hardest part of writing for me, I found. Uh, when I write music, a lot of times I'll be talking to people or hear things and I write it in my notes right away. I'm like, that's, that's good. I need to write about that. And then I take that idea and I write from it. Um, or the second way I write is I'll just be playing on the piano or guitar, playing chords, start randomly humming a melody, start randomly singing, and then pick from what I sang if there was any good things from that, and then adjust it to make it something else. Um, I've been taking some lyrics classes and it's really helped me with um, being getting better at my lyrics and and um, just developing my songs a little bit more. Um, also with everything shutting down, I started a virtual songwriting group. Um, so I get to meet with like people like Joe Tomczyk, um, Melissa Symes, um, Luis, and a couple other people that I've met online and we just virtually meet and, and kind of talk about songwriting and get better, which is super cool. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. Um, yeah. I love how you, you guys have like, uh, like a kind of like a niche group, you know, like, uh, yeah. where everyone kind of, you know, like shows up for each other, plays in each other's projects, that kind of yeah. shit. Yeah. I, I, I think it's so good. Yes. And that's how I've been able to like meet so many of the Milwaukee musicians is people are like, this is my friend. They uh, play in this band. They need a bass player. This is my friend. I want you to meet them. So it's, it's really been great. And uh, the group keeps getting bigger and bigger and it's been pretty awesome. Oh yeah. Melissa plays in Will Frang and the Goodland Gang. Yes. And those guys are like, <clears throat> they're some of my best friends. I've known them since college. Those shows are a great time too. And I love hearing uh, what San is working on. So yeah, we, we didn't talk a whole lot about San yet, um, but I'd love to hear about what you and Melissa have been working on. Yeah, so with San, I was such a big fan of hers uh, when I started hearing her stuff and she would just do her solo stuff. And you walk in the room, you think there's five people and it's it's uh, one lady at a piano, you know, singing and doing her thing. Her vibe is absolutely amazing. She captures the crowd. Um, and she was like, hey, I just want a little bit more on stage. Would you like to play with me? I said, absolutely. So I think the first time I played with her was a gig at FemFest a couple years ago. Um, super great and i was just playing bass and singing harmonies and two things i love doing singing harmonies and playing bass 
Um, and then she decided to add in Ransom, uh, which was great. Uh, and obviously she has a little more of electric sound. So he kind of adapted his playing and his style to do some more electric things. Um, so we had done a couple of gigs. I think the last gig the three of us had did together was either at Linemans or Fire on Water, um, one of those two. And um, I think she's still continuing writing. Um, we've taken a tiny little bit of a break again with everything shutting down. Um, she's continuing writing and maybe doing a couple solo things that are virtual, but um, I can't wait to get back with her as well, performing and playing. Yeah, oh yeah. I love like, I just love synths. I love like dream pop. Uh, yeah. I love that she made a song uh, shitting on QAnon. <laughs> like I, I love all that, uh, yeah. what she's doing with that. Um, so yeah, uh, very exciting stuff, uh, yeah. Tori. Uh, sounds like you're you're in some good circles and uh, have some good stuff that will be great for a live setting when we can all share space again safely and responsibly. Absolutely, yeah. I also on the side do like my own stuff, like my writing and stuff. I submit a little bit of it to SoundCloud. I really want to perfect my sound a little bit better before I start releasing stuff, but I certainly have an itch to release stuff. Um, so as soon as I'm not as busy, <laughs> I'll try to do more of it. Uh, but I, yeah, I'm grateful for Milwaukee and like the musicians that I've met and the people that I've been connected with. Like there's so many people. I have literally have a whole list of people who I've played with and like, um, and yeah, who have helped me as a musician in Milwaukee. So. Well, you send that stuff to me once you're ready to to put it out in the world. Uh, would love to hear it. Absolutely. Appreciate it. You bet. Uh, thanks for being on the show uh, today uh, to join me here. Um, as we close out, I ask everyone the same two questions. Um, the first one is, uh, Tori, what keeps you up at night? Um, Uh, that's an interesting one. Uh, <laughs> I have a hard time sleeping. I think just like um, thoughts, thoughts, um, thoughts and things in the world, you know, it's a tough time we're living in. So that keeps me up for sure. Sure is. Um, what puts you to sleep? Music. <laughs> music, honestly, music and wine, <laughs> the two of those things. You know, that sounds like a an, an ideal combo uh it sounds it sounds uh, perfect for angelo's piano lounge absolutely wine and music <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> oh yeah um well yeah thanks again for being on the show and joining me today and thank you so much for having me i appreciate it so much of course uh, happy to um for everyone watching i will be tagging velveteers uh rocky goat um Buenaventura, all that's all the Tori's projects. Uh, so you can check out what she's a part of, what she's been working on. Um, looking forward to live music again one of these days. And uh, thanks for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.